0: It's
1: political season, and we are about one month away from the general election and just weeks away from when ballots will go out to voters in the area. And the Seattle Medium will soon officially release our list of endorsements in races throughout the region. But ahead of that, we will have a conversation this morning with one of the candidates that received an early endorsement from the Seattle Medium. Uh, And with that, we're going to have a conversation with Renton City Council member Ed Prince. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Chris. How are you? I'm doing well. And yourself? Hey man,
2: again, as always, it's Friday. I can't complain. It's supposed to be nice today. I know
1: that's right. <laughs> and uh, first of all, uh, let's talk a little bit about um, Renton in general because Renton is seen by some as a city in transition um, and others would say that Renton is trying to establish or reestablish this identity. You know, how would you describe Renton uh, and describe the direction that you would like to see Renton take moving forward into the future?
2: Well, Chris, Renton is uh, a city on the rise. Uh, we are a majority people of color city, uh, according to the last the 2020 census. I believe it's 52 or 53% uh, BIPOC popu- uh, majority, so we're a uh, majority people of color city. And as far as what I'd like to see, so when I moved to Renton in 2005, it was affordable and it was you know seattle had become uh has been becoming less affordable and renton and south king county communities were becoming more affordable um and as as trends change and things renton still affordable but becoming slightly less affordable and i want to work to make sure that we have affordable housing so that Everyone that wants to live in Renton can live in Renton. Uh, we're doing a lot of work on our downtown core. In fact, I have a meeting with a downtown business owner today to talk about some of the things going on in the downtown core. And we just have we have uh, businesses and everything popping up. You know, Renton is the center of opportunity uh, in King County. Right.
1: And uh, Ed, let's talk about your, your term on the city council a little bit. How long have you served on the city council?
2: I am in my 12th year on the council at the end of my third term.
1: All right. And then let's talk about a little bit why you're running for re-election.
2: Gosh, because we still have so much work to do. Like we have uh, – every, everyone can see we've got issues with homelessness all across the county. Um, but working to try to find some solutions to that. Again, working on the housing affordability. You know, trying to make sure that we keep people safe, that we continue to increase the quality of life for our kids, for our seniors, for our veterans population. Um, making sure we do some stuff for people who want to be, um, who want to, who rent homes. Making sure we take care of tenants. Because tenants have really had a hard time in the uh, COVID economy, so I mean those are really some of the main reasons why
1: I'm running for reelection. Right, and, and let's talk a little bit about. I mean, you said you've been on the council for for, tw- for twelve years, um, and over that course of time, you know, you know, Renton has really made a great deal of progress, um, and so I, I know that some of the concerns, you know, you know, 10, 15, um, years ago even in you know a little more recent not as much now as before but there were um, elected officials in Renton who really did not want to see Renton progress into um, the city that it's on its on pace to become and they want to keep things the same that it was they wanted to keep it more of a town as opposed to a city um, with that being said can you talk about um, you know that kind of transition that's taken place over these years, particularly as it relates to the priorities and some of the mindset. And then, you know, people look, you know, they go on to rent these days and look around and, you know, see the things that are happening. You know, how much of that has uh, Ed Prince's fingerprints, footprints, or DNA attached to it?
2: Well, I'll say this. I um, humbly, it always is a team effort. So it takes all of us. Um, But, Renton is growing and Renton has been growing in that old mindset of trying to keep it with the, f- it is a large city with a small town feel is what I like to say. Because you still have people where you can, if you roll up your sleeves and want to get involved, you're welcomed with open arms to be able to volunteer. But if you look at the Puget Sound Regional uh, Council's data, Renton's taking on more growth. The only the only city that has taken on more growth than Renton is Seattle and Bellevue. Renton has taken on a lot of growth, and with that comes growing pains, and with that comes making sure that we have good access to transit, making sure that we um, making sure that we get transit, especially from Sound Transit. Um, again, all the things that I said about affordable housing, trying to make sure that we increase the quality of life for residents uh, with the parks. Um, And the amenities, dealing with the homelessness issue, of course, that's going to take more of a regional approach because no city can do that on its own. But, I mean, you look at the landing and you look at the new hotels and you look at how you at the diversity that we have in Renton, the fact that we have a department in Renton that's the equity housing and human services department that is really putting the focus on, on equity and the challenges that we have with housing and trying to make sure that we're able to adequately fund human services. Renton is on an upward trajectory, and I'm happy to play a small part in that.
1: Right. Now, Ed, uh, managing a smaller city in the region, and I don't mean that with any uh, disrespect to no. Renton or any other um, other cities around, but um, you know, when you're managing a smaller city in the region – Uh, that requires some collaboration with other surrounding jurisdictions. And um, here we, we know that a lot of the issues take a regional approach to properly address. Can you talk about the collaboration that takes place or why it's important and some of the organizations that you serve on that impact your constituents and the region? A regional approach
2: is so important. No city can do this work on its own. Um, I'm honored that I've been able to serve as the president of the Sound Cities Association, which are the 38 cities in Seattle um, that work to try to find regional collaboration and solve issues regionally. Uh, One of the co-chairs of the King County Regional Homelessness Authority Governance Board. Um, I'm on the Association of Western Cities uh, Board. All of these boards and all of this regional work helps Renton because again we can't do any of this stuff in a vacuum on our own. Um, we all get by with a little help from our friends, and so to me it's important that we partner with with like with uh, with cities that are dealing with the issues that we're dealing with.
1: Right, and Ed, let's shift gears a little bit and let's talk a little bit about COVID. Um, you know, and some of the measures that you all took as a city to navigate through COVID. I think one of the things that kind of flies under the radar is the work and the job that, um, you know, in this case, Renton, but cities like Renton, but in this case specifically Renton um, did when it came to managing COVID. I mean,
2: COVID was, COVID was a beast. And we were able to pivot and move fast, especially when we were we had already set up things for people to be able to work remotely, so that was that became eminently um, easier for our workforce as a city, but we also invested in human services and wanted to make sure that people who were having trouble paying their rent or paying their utilities were able to do that, and, and we worked so hard with COVID to try to make sure that And we did work to try to support our small businesses. I can't forget about that because small businesses, um, especially if they weren't deemed essential, really struggled. I know quite a few businesses outside of Renton that closed during COVID because they weren't able to have their doors open. So we worked really hard to try to maintain a level of somewhat status quo from before COVID uh, for everyone that was struggling during COVID,
1: right? And um, let's talk a little bit about public safety because all cities are dealing with understaffing and other public safety issues. Can you talk about some of the priorities um, that you have as it relates to public safety? Yes. So what? You know, every city again, like you said, is struggling with uh,
2: with uh, public safety, struggling with the understaffing of their police departments. And in fact, right before COVID, uh, Renton was fully staffed. And then of course COVID happened and we had people taking retirements and,
1: and whatnot.
2: But we, the number one job of a municipality is to work to keep its residents safe. And so making sure that we bring in the right type of officers that are going to it into the fabric of the community and keep people safe and and i will give our chief of police a shout out um, he does a really good job leading um a, a police department and a majority of people of color city um, imminently approachable that's what you need you really need a lot of the community policing but you also need and this is one of the things that our fire department started it's a program called fd cares where you have calls that are not necessarily – they're high-acuity calls. They're call, people who call a lot, but they don't necessarily have – there's not a crime in progress or something. Connecting them with social workers to try to help solve whatever needs that they have and follow up, because the police officer, if they come out and they you know, do their job, they're not able to – then follow up with that person afterwards to make sure that the needs that they have are met. Uh, You know, kind of the nature of the job is that you're on to the next call. So with the FD CARES program, we have police and fire partnered with social workers to try to work to help with some of those needs that the police and fire department can't help with. But public safety, again, most important duty of a municipality.
1: Right, um, Ed. We, we've got a few minutes left. Um, wanted to give you an opportunity to talk about uh, some of your legislative priorities that we have not talked about yet this morning. Why those things are are, are important to you, uh, and, and really why you know you are looking to continue to serve in the city of Renton, despite. And, and people might not realize this, but these city council positions in Renton are not full time positions. These are I, and personally, I wouldn't even call it a part-time position in terms of <laughs> the compensation, but it requires a full, uh, the full attention of your, your time when you're not actually um, in your day job and probably having to navigate some things around your day job, day job to take care of things that are going on in renting, you know? So can you kind of talk about that a little bit, um, especially as it relates to the legislative priorities that we haven't talked yet about this morning? Absolutely. Uh, again, want to make sure we have
2: – I mentioned affordable housing, but I also want to make sure we have transit-oriented development so that people can live close to transit. want to make sure that we're – excuse me – doing what we can to support our small and our small minority-owned businesses uh, to make sure that they thrive because so many of them uh, were able, were struggling during covid Um Wanna, wanna, I, I, and this one, and you know this, Chris, just because you know me, um, I want to invest and make sure that we get more sports fields so that our young people can recreate. You know, we have a limited amount of sports fields and trying to make sure that we have something so that these kids aren't always on their video games, but they're actually able to get out and go out and recreate um, in a, you know, a good manner. Uh, partnering with the Family First Community Center that Doug Baldwin started, uh, finding programs that uh, help support our seniors. Um, I want to be reelected because there's still so much work to do, um, and I've been honored with the opportunity to serve, honored with the opportunity to lead, um, and I just want to keep going for the betterment of the community.
1: All right. Well, Ed, I want to thank you for joining us this morning. Again, um, congratulations to you on, on all your endeavors, but also uh, the Seattle Medium is endorsing um, your candidacy for the upcoming general election. I uh, want to provide you an opportunity to let people know how they can uh, receive more information or read more information about you and your campaign.
2: Thank you so much, Chris. And again, I you know how I feel about the black press, so I'm honored to have the Medium's endorsement. Um, more information about my campaign you can go to edprinceforrenton.com again that
1: is edprinceforrenton.com all right have a great weekend i know you're probably busy doorbelling yeah absolutely <laughs> thank you chris you're welcome thank you